Good morning, everyone. Well, he is risen, and we are here to celebrate that fact. In some churches, they say, he is risen, and you would echo, he is risen indeed. Let's try that. He is risen. All right, it's not creepy, it's the truth. So let's worship. Just get on your feet, posture of reverence. Feel free to sit any time. We are forgiven because he was forsaken. Let's sing it like we mean it. I'm forgiven because you were forsaken.
can add nothing to what you've done. We don't need to add anything to what you've done, for it is completed. And we thank you, Lord, we rejoice at your resurrecting power. The head that once was crowned is crowned.
day of the week, very early on the morning, the women took the spices that they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground, but the men said to them, why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee? Son of man must be delivered into the hands 
of sinful men, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again. Then they remembered his words. When they came back from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and to all the others. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the others with them who told this to the apostles. But they did not believe the women, because their words seemed to them like nonsense. Peter, however, got up and ran to the tomb. Bending over, he saw the strips of linen lying by themselves, and he went away, wondering to himself what had happened. We celebrate you today, Lord Jesus. screen is what we're celebrating today. It's a story uh, that began in the Garden of Eden that these people she just saw were able to actually see. And I believe that in 2019, Norwood, New York, we can actually see it together through faith as well. Let's get on our feet and sing this worship song as well. It's new to us, but you'll pick it up.
time to be alive. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. I want to respect your time today and get right to it. Um, and I've told you this for weeks. I don't try to add anything to Easter. I'm not going to give you a profound message. I come up usually with four pages, and this is what I've got. Just a couple thoughts. Yeah. Welcome, everybody watching or listening online. Um, we're going to do what's called AJ's Easter Thoughts, or I should say Resurrection Sunday Thoughts. And if any of you know anything about Easter, it's got a lot of really dark pagan roots. Easter was actually the Feast of Tammuz, this false god. But anyway, I'm not that church just going to start throwing stones at culture either. But um, we realize that the reason we're here is because Jesus Christ died. Three days later, rose again from the grave. Was seen by hundreds of people. In fact, I heard a fact one day. There are more written accounts of Christ's resurrection appearing to hundreds of people than there are written accounts of aqueducts or crop rotation. And yet we, will, we use all of those to this day. More written accounts of that. Um, if you think that the Bible tried to capture everything, you don't understand the Bible. It did not try to capture everything. It captured what God wanted you to know and his thoughts for you. Right, Bruce? Its burden is not proof. It did not try to prove anything to you. It encourages faith. Ooh, what a difference. Good, right, Eric? I like it. Coming in hot. Let's do this. A few thoughts today. Get lively, by the way, or I'll keep you longer. <laughs> I mean it. I got a turkey to smoke, so let's get out of here. Um, so listen, celebrating is the right thing to do, man. I say this all the time. There was a book long ago. Uh, Dion's read it, too. It was called Dinner with a Perfect Stranger. And it was one of the first times. I, it's, a, it's, it's a fictional book where this guy gets an invite from some, some source. I was going to say wackadoo. And it says, Jesus of Nath Nazareth has invited you to dinner. I was like, okay, that's weird. And he's like, oh, it must be one of my old friends because I took an acting class, so maybe. And he's like a 40-year-old businessman. And he sits down, and he sits down, and he sits down with actually Yeshua from Nazareth. And that was one of the first times I closed the book and was like, yeah, wait a minute. It ain't about church or we actually worship a person. Marty, you get me on this one? We worship a person. Like, that was one of the first times. And this wasn't that long ago. Don't think I was like five. I was in my late 20s. I was like, wow. So because the tomb is empty, because Jesus of Nazareth rose, rose all, of this is, all of this happens. It's an actual person who I'm going to look at. Now, here's what I want to tell you something. If you look through the Gospels, which are the biographies of Christ Jesus, 
his uh, three of them were first-hand accounts. One of them was a doctor who wrote it, what he compiled. If you look through the, the, the Gospels of Jesus, here's what you'll realize. He never said, pay attention to what I'm teaching you because of what I'm doing. Like he walked on molecules of two hydrogen and one oxygen, right? He walked on water. Eleven people at least saw this happen. He changed water to wine. Hundreds of people realized that happened. But he never said, see, check it out. Look what I'm able to do. Now listen to me. You know what he kept saying? He said, listen to me because will you destroy this temple? Three days later, I'll build it up again. So he actually never encouraged people to like believe in him, quote unquote, unless he rose from the dead. In other words, let me put this in lay, in lay terms. If they kill me, y'all are going to see it. And if I don't rise from the dead, go home. It wasn't real. But if I do... You might want to go back through all those things I was teaching you. You get it? That old Sermon on the Mount? The blessed are those? The promises I've given you? If I walk out of that tomb and do what is absolutely, utterly impossible, now pay attention. A guy from uh, Flatirons in Colorado, a church I listen to, he says, if you rise from the dead, you get to make the rules. And it's that simple, right? I mean, it happened, dude. Now I'm listening. Again, walking out of water was cool. Even the ascension, which I imagine was very Superman-esque, right? <laughs> well, time out. Let's indulge AJ for a second. If you think the ascension was like, how quickly would that have gotten awkward? Bye. 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 Do you get what I'm trying to say? Why do you think it was like that? Here's what I think. That's what I think. She got it. She gets me. Wouldn't it, though, would it be super awkward? You ever wave to someone too long, you lose blood in your hand and stuff? And he's like, ugh, ascending. I don't... <laughs> Maybe it's because Alex just got a, a graphic novel Bible called the Action Bible, and that's how I'm framing it all now. But anyway, um, here are some of the things he promised. Um, he said, okay, so pay attention to what I've taught you. If I actually walk out of the grave, which he knew was going to happen because he's outside of time, which is the dimensions we're relegated to, but he's not... He says, pay attention to what I'm going to teach you. Let's look at a couple things just quick today I want to touch on. If he rose from the dead, this, then this is true. Then Jesus came to them. After he rose, this is what he said to them. Okay, so now you've seen it. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. And they probably go, okay, we understand. Now we Therefore, you've got a job. Go teach people about what I've done. Teach them to stop living their own way and that there's a better way to do life. And don't you dare discriminate. Every nation, every color, skin, every accent, everyone is my kid. Then teach them that they can become new in me and baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. It's the best way to do life. I'm not here to kill your joy. I'm going to teach you the best way to your life. And surely I'm with you always to the end of the age. That and right there is really important. Grammatically, not very great. You don't start a sentence with the end. But the commands are tied to him being with us. That's good. I could, I could preach on that, but I won't today. Um, so imagine. Imagine you see it. You see him die on a cross. Then you see him raise again. And again, not your church, not your grandma, not what the news says or culture. The dude was there. He died. He's there again. And then he says those things. Um, I, again, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't preach too much on this. But I want to say this: when he says, "Baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit," he just told us that the Trinity is one. I'll tell you again for a few of our guests here today too. If you want to understand the Trinity, just look at yourself: your mind, your body, and your spirit. It's that not that complicated? Eric is mind, body, and spirit. Well, which one's Eric? All of them. Which one's in charge? What time of day are we talking about? Because if he's hungry, it might be his body. If he's learning, it's his mind. You get it? And if he's worshiping, his spirit. Woo, that's good. Don't act like that ain't good. That's new revelation, y'all. So he, when he says, baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, he just told you that he is one of the triune God. If anyone tells you Jesus never claimed to be God, you just saw him claiming to be God. Because if he's telling you to baptize in the name of Jehovah, Jehovah, Elohim, or whatever, and Holy Spirit, which would be Ruach, and Yeshua... He just put them right on level. You get it? And I'd say they'd pick up stone to, stones to kill him again, but he's risen. All bets are off. <laughs> you get it? But okay, so the end. This is the point I'm trying to make today. Let's go to the next slide. Behold, 
I'm with you always to the very end of the age. This might seem simple, but listen, we serve a person. And you know what he just told us? He says, physically you watch me die and rise again, but you gotta understand a deeper truth. And you're not gonna understand quantum physics for a couple thousand years, he's gonna say. And the separation between the physical dimensions and the, and the sixth spiritual, you're not gonna understand that. I, uh, what's his name? Eisenberg was the father of quantum physics. Started, of course, by Albert Einstein. <clears throat> Isn't it amazing how our quantum phys physicians will tell you the spiritual dimensions? They'll tell you that. I showed you a video before. But Jesus just told you this. You won't understand this, but I'm actually always with you and nearer to you than you can perceive. You watched me here, then I rose again and I'm here, but the truth is I'm closer to you than anyone ever has been. And even when you feel alone and it's dark and it's cold and you're tempted to be afraid, you don't understand it, but I'm actually right here. And the truth be told, later on, the Apostle Paul is going to teach you that he is the uh, sustainer of your life. That every heartbeat that just took place around this room like a wave, he's doing that. And the synapses running down your spine and the electrical impulses keeping you alive, that's me, says Jesus. So you'll sit in your room someday and you'll be lonely and you wonder, does anybody root for me? Does anybody care? Behold, I'm with you always. And not just in your darkness, definitely in your darkness in your hard relationships, in that hospital room, but even in your joys. Because I've done this, you will have access to me. I will have access to you at all times, outside of the four dimensions you occupy. I won't go there today because I did a whole one about that. But isn't this amazing? Because he defeated death and rose above, he's not gone ever at any moment. That's a big deal. Now, my final point of the day, and I told you I was going to be quick, is this. Because he rose again, there is one very simple thing that we can choose to believe or not, but it's right in front of your face. <sighs> dead things can be raised. No, no, that's what that means. You watch something dead, come back to life. Dead, 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 dead. And here's the part that I got. I have some areas in my life that are truly on life support. And I'm not telling you preacher tales, I'm telling you the truth. And if I'm being honest, I think deep down that they're too far gone to receive new life and to be raised again. I'm just being honest with you. And if you were honest, I think you'd be there or you are there or you have been before. Finances maybe, an addiction, a relationship or relationships. Our views of ourselves sometimes are on life support. Our views of others, maybe our faith in God even is on life support. And we all have areas seemingly dead or dying in our lives. But I'm writing you, as I was writing this yesterday, I had a thought and it's this. The disciples, the followers, and even the people who didn't even believe and they just wanted to watch a show, they all had one thing in common at the cross. Hit clear, Bri, would you? They all had one thing in common at that cross. You ready? You know, you know what they all had in common? Jesus was actually, and I mean actually, dead on the cross. Someone circulated a timeline this week. I'm not sure who it was. Marsha, Brenda, somebody. He was dead for three hours on the cross. I don't know why. I'm 39 years old. I had this opinion where I had this thought, maybe it's because movies. He died, and they're like, okay, we're done. No, he laid three hours there. Staring at dead body of Jesus Christ. Dead. And then to make sure he's dead, because they got to do this festival, they're like, well, stab him, see if he wiggles. Which, not to be crude, but that's the way I made sure that my last buck was dead. The, uh, the sun was going down quick, and it was a real, it was the first cold day. I mean, most people weren't out hunting. My trigger finger was frozen stiff, honestly. <laughs> he laughed. It's not funny. No, I'm just kidding. I was, I was scoping down on all the deer to look for horns like a responsible hunter. And uh, sure enough, but I went over to him and I was like, I don't have time for this. So I poked him. Because sometimes deer will, will, will play dead and they'll get up and gore you. Well, I ain't got time for that. So I literally poked him and he didn't move. Yeshua of Nazareth, Mary's baby boy, was on the cross. He died. He said, Tetelestai, it is finished. Elahi, Elahi, Lama Sabatani. He died. Strangely enough, darkness fell over the land for three hours while they watched the dead body. And then they're like, come on, we got to get this thing moving, man. So they take a spear and they poke him deep into his side. And water and blood flow out. I'm not trying to be crude, but I'm not going to censor it. Grow up. We're all adults. If not, send your kid to kids' ministry. <clears throat> and he didn't move. So, 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 ready? Ready? I'm going to tie my, both my parts together. There are things, like I said, in my life that I say there's an area of my life needing resurrection, resurrecting. And when I realized that, here's what I realized. That area of your life needing resurrection is no more dead than Jesus was on the cross. Amen. Huh? Do you hear that? 
dude, what? I was sitting there at my table yesterday. I was like, because that's what I do. I tell God, no, 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 it's too far gone. <clears throat> too far gone. It's been too long. I've been this way too long, too long. And God, I feel like God like turned my head and was like, more dead than him. And this is not morbid. This is fact. More dead than him? Because, guys, again, the non-believers, dude, what the Roman guy say? One of the Gospels, one of the Romans said it, as made famous by John Wayne. Truly this was the Son of God. Because the dude died and things happened. In other words, but everybody had one thing in common. You didn't have to be a doctor. That's a dead man on that cross. And then three days later, that dead, dead, he dead, really dead, all hope is lost, rose again. And that's where God started to speak into my life and say that area you think is actually dead, that marriage, that relationship, that addiction, whatever it may be, is this. It's not kind of death that Jesus rose from. It was actual death. And there is nothing that is beyond resurrecting in our lives because the tomb is empty. You get it? I'm already smiling. I like that. <laughs> so what do we do? You know what your big charge is today? We're, we're at a Good Friday service on Friday. And... Uh, well, I'll tell you this real quick. Years ago, they used to say this, the Jews crucified Jesus. And that was a real anti-Semitic wind that blew through the church. Then later they said, the Romans killed Jesus. And people like Pete and I, who were of Italian descent, were like, watch your mouth. It's not like, <laughs> we did not do that. And then they said, no, 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 no. You killed Jesus because of your sins. And all three of those are partially true. But you know who killed Jesus? Do you know who, who crucified Jesus? Jesus did. <laughs> we looked at him go to Judas. Hey, what you're going to do, go do quickly. And Judas is like, ah, how does he know? And also, no, because there's a festival. And Okay. He tells his disciples that week, hey, that colt tied, tied down, that foal of a colt, today's the day we're riding into Jerusalem. What? We've been telling you to ride into Jerusalem for like a year. I know, today's the day. Let's go. Every little thing. Pilate stands there and goes, I don't want to do this to you, Yeshua. The Jews can't kill you. We took away capital punishment, guys. The Israelites couldn't do that. But they had to convince Rome to do it. Pilate's standing there looking at Jesus in the face goes, why aren't you saying anything? And at one point, Jesus goes like this, my kingdom is not of earth, man. He could have simply said, I didn't do these things. I'm innocent. And Pilate would have gone, yep. That's the tone of that conversation, isn't it? In that gospel. So who crucified Jesus? Jesus did. And we did not cry on Friday, did we? Were y'all here? Shake your heads. We did not cry on Friday, did we? We faced it. But we realized like a Navy SEAL going behind enemy lines, this was a rescue mission. It's a carefully orchestrated rescue mission. And because he did what he did, nothing in our life that is dead, even our hopes, dreams, and our thoughts of the future, there's nothing that in him can't be resurrected. So what do we do? My point was this. Jesus orchestrated the resurrection. Jesus will orchestrate the resurrection of the things in your life. So I thought about writing this. Hold it up to God. You hold it up to God because we talked about before passive openness and active openness. No, don't listen to this guy. He doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> you know what you do instead? You just stand there. You just stand there with an open heart and you watch and see if God's going to move in your life. Because you know what it takes for you to let God move in your life? God will move in your life. Do you understand? Oh, I see some nods and I see your stories. So you know what your job is today? Nothing. You worship because it's the right thing to do. And if you don't do it, the rocks are going to start screaming out, says the Bible. The sun's going to worship by doing what it's supposed to do, which is shine. The grass is green because it's supposed to be. That's an act of worship. You sing to the risen Lord. You sing that he's alive because it's the truth. And then watch with hopefulness and realize that, no, nothing in my life is too dead to be raised. Deal? Deal. That's the right attitude of worship. Come on, worship team, assemble. Let's do this. we got two more awesome songs to sing. Thanks for joining us online. Of course, stick around and sing. Um, two really, really good songs here. We choose to crown him the king of glory. Let's start up on our feet, guys. It's not my
Lord Jesus. We turn and face it. The tomb is empty. You are alive. You are risen. That is a fact. Thank you. Yes, because of that, Lord God, nothing shall be impossible. The impossible things in your name, they shall be done. We've seen it in this place. Oh my gosh, the list is getting so long for the things that you've done for us, Lord. Impossible things in your name, they shall be done. And again, even the things that we thought were on life support. Lord, we know that that's not, nothing's impossible for you anyway. Father, this week, help us to draw nearer to you than ever before. If it's our, if it's our faith that's on life support, Lord God, we pray that you inject us with your power and strength. If it's relationships, Lord God, that just seem to be impossible, we pray, Father, that you would restore. We know, Lord God, that again, you are wherever you are, there is life. There is hope. We're so, so, so grateful that that tomb is empty. We thank you for all the promises you made us, that where you go, we get to be. Bless the rest of our days. Help us to be a light to our families and our neighbors, Lord God. Help us to love as you've told us to love, even the ones that aren't so easy to love, Lord God. Let's, let's get in the way. Maybe it's us that aren't so easy to love. But Father, we just need you, Lord. Help us to be your witnesses. Help us to be your light. Please bless and protect us as we go forth from this place. Help us to look for opportunities to be who you are to the people around us. In the name of Jesus, we live, we love, and worship. Done. We say amen. All right, everybody, happy Easter and have a great week.